the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. Oh my goodness, the religious world is just filled with spiritual cowards. Yeah, I'll explain what I mean by that. Hey, welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you for joining me. It's the uh, 5 o'clock hour of Bob Bernie Live, and my telephone number is 877-BOB-LIVE, 877-262-5483. Last week, I uh, talked to you about the uh, 2022 Lambeth Conference. This is the... uh, the big conference of the Anglican Church, the uh, Church of England. And if I understand it correctly, they only do this once every 10 years. It uh, lasts quite a while um, and is very, very important. This evidently is the 15th Lambeth Conference in uh, in England. Now, since they only get together once every 10 years... They need to get a whole lot accomplished because it's, you know, hey, we're not going to see you again for 10 years, so let's make some decisions. Yeah, no. Uh, Anyway, I told you last week that uh, the Archbishop of Canterbury, Archbishop um, Welby, uh, said, well, we're not going to get this thing about marriage and all that. We're not going to get this settled in this conference. Now, most of you know this, but this is just the bizarre thing about the Church of England. The Church of England, way over a century ago, uh, sent missionaries to Africa, the dark continent, okay? bunch of pagan idolaters and so forth. And uh, they took the gospel of Jesus Christ. They took the word of God to Africa. So you had England as the bright, shining star of the gospel and uh, allegiance to the truth of the word of God. And they go to Africa, and they're talking to a bunch of natives, and they tell them about Jesus and introduce them uh, to the gospel and to the word of God, and people get converted. They establish churches and so forth. And then England starts abandoning the word of God. England begins abandoning the truth that they took to Africa. And so then the Anglicans of Africa turn to England today and say, uh, excuse us, uh, this, uh, would you believe not? that's not what you taught us. That's not what you told us you believed. That's not what you told us the Word of God said. 
And so we have, literally, we have the converts trying to correct the uh, converters. Is that correct? Converts correcting the converters. Well, you know what I mean. It's just, it's bizarre. It is tragically bizarre and tragically ironic. The real conservatives in the Anglican Church today are in Africa. And they are trying to correct those in England. And so at the Lambeth Conference, bishops from Africa have come to England and basically said, why don't you believe what you say we are supposed to believe? Why don't you go back to the truth that you shared with us way over a hundred years ago? It's still the truth. It hasn't changed. Well, anyway, uh, Archbishop Welby last week said, eh, we're not going to get this settled. We're going to talk about it, but we're not going to get it settled in this conference. And if you were listening, I said, well, you can get it settled. Get some courage, get a backbone, and say, hey, this is what we believe. But he won't. Now, since then, we have discovered that the uh, bishops from Africa met privately with uh, the Archbishop of Canterbury, Welby, and said, hey, you're the head of the church. Stand up for what you believe. Stand up for what we believe. Stand up for what the church believes. And so as a result of that meeting, the Archbishop of Canterbury, Welby, told the African bishops, well, uh, you know, I'll, uh, I'll write a letter. I'll, I'll, I'll write a letter, and I'll stand up for truth. And he promised the African bishops. And because of that, I have a headline in my hand from Fox News. And it says, Archbishop of Canterbury condemns gay marriage. I read that headline and I thought, whoa, he got some courage. Those African bishops motivated him, encouraged him. He got a backbone all of a sudden. Because the headline says, Archbishop of Canterbury condemns gay marriage. Well, not really. He did write a letter. Yeah, he he promised the bishops from Africa that he would write a letter, and he did. But, well, he didn't want to tick off the liberals. From the, uh, from the uh, Fox News story, quote, The next day, this is after he promised the African bishops that he would write a letter stating the church's official position on marriage, which is, gay marriage is not biblical. Quote, The next day, after word got out about the push for a formal rejection of homosexual marriage, the conference was threatened with chaos. Many bishops reportedly stayed seated and did not receive the Eucharist during the Mass. Protests against recording votes on church calls arose. And listen to this. You can't make this up. 
Eventually, the conference ceased keeping track of individual bishops' decisions. So they started taking votes, but they said, we're not going to record the votes because it's just too controversial. And we don't know. We don't want people to know who voted for what. So we're just we're just not going to record who voted for what. We're just we're just we're just we're just not going to tell anybody. So, I mean, the whole thing is just so unbelievably bizarre. But he did write a letter in the letter. Did he condemn Homosexual marriage? No. Did he mention homosexual marriage? No. He said, in part, and I quote from the letter that he wrote to the African bishops, I write, therefore, to affirm that the validity of the resolution passed at the Lambeth Conference in 1998, 1-10, is not in doubt And that whole resolution is still in existence. Well, what was the resolution passed in 1998, 1-10? Well, it was a resolution affirming traditional marriage. But he doesn't have the guts to actually say uh, traditional marriage. He said, "Oh, uh, back in 1998, we uh, we passed a resolution, and uh, well, that uh, <clears throat> that resolution is uh, is still around." Then he went on to say, "However, I realize that the resolution caused pain, anxiety, and contention." He did not take any kind of courageous stand whatsoever. The African bishops demanded that he write a letter. So he wrote a letter. The letter basically said nothing. Well, we passed a resolution back in 1998, and we haven't, uh, we haven't rejected that resolution. Well, what's the resolution about? Well, you'll, you'll have to read that yourself. But I realize that that resolution caused a lot of pain and, and agony. Spiritual Cowardice is everywhere. It's sad. I mean, it really is sad. I look after this Lambeth conference for um, probably the African bishops just to break away and start their own denomination. And they probably should. God bless them. God bless them. All right. Uh, What's happening with uh, children in Washington, D.C.? Wait till you hear. Today's news, God's Word, and your thoughts. This is Bob Bernie Live. It is um, it is getting more and more difficult for um, parents to place their kids in public schools. There is already a mass exodus, and I mean a mass exodus. Uh, I'm not sure 
I'm not positive, so I'm not speaking authoritatively on this. But I think this fall, we will see a record number. I really do believe this. I don't have the statistics in front of me. This is just my gut. But I think we will see a record number of children leaving the public schools and going into private schools, either secular private school or a Christian private school or to homeschooling. I believe we're going to have a record. And the reason is we uh, the curtain has been pulled back from public education. And what has been there for years but was hidden away from the view of parents and the public in general is now in clear view. I don't want to be overly repetitive, but because of COVID, parents began understanding what their children were being taught. That whole virtual classroom thing was an absolute travesty. It was a disaster academically, socially, and there have been dozens and dozens of studies indicating that. Kids really suffered. They suffered socially. They suffered terribly academically. And many kids suffered physically because of the shutdowns, virtual classes, and so forth. Of all the people in America, probably children suffered more than anyone else from COVID. Not that they died, but their social life, their academic life. American children lost so much in the two years of nonsense with COVID. Now, I'm not saying that COVID was nonsense. People died. Joy and I had several friends who died. So I'm I'm not diminishing what happened with COVID. But what I am saying, the nonsense of the kids being kept home when they were the least at risk. And we learned that even from the COVID standpoint, kids were worse off at home than if they had been allowed to go to school. But it was the experts like Dr. Fauci and the teachers' union who didn't care about the kids, cared about themselves. And then we have this headline, Washington, D.C. children required to get COVID vaccination or face expulsion from school. Now, several things that I I don't even think I need to mention to you because you folks know. General public, no. My audience, yes. You know. Number one, this is still an experimental drug. These vaccines for children especially, we do not know the long-term effects. Why not? Because we haven't had them long-term. It is impossible to know with any certainty what the long-term effects will be of these vaccines for children. It's impossible. They can predict, they can project, 
But we don't have any real certainty. And like I continue to tell you, almost everything we've been told about COVID-19 has been wrong. Almost everything. So it's an experimental drug. That's number one. Number two, children don't need the vaccine. Even if it's good as they tell us it is, and if it had no long-term effects at all, kids don't need it. Kids are not at high risk. Do they get COVID? Yeah. Do they die? Almost never. Occasionally, a child with a compromised immune system, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so we have the Washington, D.C. schools saying, if you don't get vaccinated, you don't come to school. Uh, If you don't get vaccinated, you have 20 days to give a certificate of exemption for religious purposes, and they are not planning on giving many exemptions. Quote, Washington, D.C. school students could face expulsion if they do not comply with the city's COVID mandates, which states children 12 and older must get COVID vaccination ahead of the upcoming school year or face expulsion. For a student to be exempt, a parent or guardian must provide evidence that the vaccine would violate their religious beliefs or if a doctor shows that the shot could prove harmful to the child. And that's going to be very, very difficult to find a doctor who would do that. Is this in the best interest of the kids? Of course not. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. But I can read. I got a brain. This is not in the best interest of the kids. And sadly, in time, we're going to learn how foolish and how dangerous this was. But it'll be too late. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.